Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Glory to God. And we give him all the praise this morning. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name, we are prayed. You might like to celebrate MOB, who is here with us this morning. Praise God. Please stand and let us see you. Is one of the board of trustees of Grace May Christian Center. And we are so, can we give God a big blessing? Let's celebrate him. Great man, my, my brother, my friend. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. He drove all the way from Ibaran to be here this morning. Amen. We give God praise for you. Thank you for all that you do. And please help me celebrate my mother-in-law. Praise God. Actually, my mother. Amen. Praise God. She's so beautiful. Amen. In it. I'm, I'm raising my future. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. I want to celebrate all the crew. Lalu Benjo. Thank you. We see you on Instagram. Amen. I see you. Good to see you. Amen. Live and direct. Praise God. Where is he? Where is um, the popular backup? <laughs> okay. He's, I'm just stepped up. Praise God. We trust God for what God will do this morning. Praise God. The month of June is a month of supernatural help. This month of June, you will receive help from above. In the name of Jesus, let your image show that you are expected. This month, you will receive help from above in the name of Jesus. Can you shout a louder amen this morning? Glory to God. I mean, I have a very, very interesting combo this morning as my anchor scripture I have two anchor scriptures. The first anchor scripture, and this is very, very dangerous. It's a very dangerous combination. Praise God. I have the anchor scripture, right, for grace made as my first text, right? And I have the second anchor scripture as the word for the year. That's powerful. Praise God. So I'm going to take two readings this morning from the book of, the first one is from the book of First Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, praise God. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, which is the word that God gave to me. But that's where the name Grace Made came from. Praise God. Some of you may not know it, but this is the, the anchor scripture for Grace Made Christian Center. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Glory to God. It says, for I'm the least of the apostles and do not even deserve... To be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, say with me, by the grace of God, let's read verse 10 together. One, two, ready, go. But by the grace of God, I am. I said, let us read together. Are you ready? One, two, ready, read. For by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace to me was not without effect. No, I walked harder than all of them, yet not high, but the grace of God that was with me. Praise God. All right, let's take a second reading from the book of Second Chronicles. That's the word God gave us for the year. Second Chronicles. Glory be to God. Second Chronicles chapter 14. Second Chronicles 14. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Second Chronicles 14, 11. 
Glory to God. It says, then Asa called to the Lord his God and said, Lord, there is no one like you to help the powerless against the mighty. Help us, Lord our God, for we rely on you and in your name we have come against this vast army. Lord, you are our God. Do not let mere mortals prevail against us. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will bless your word. Speak to us the way only you can in the name of Jesus. Let the entrance of your word give light and give understanding to our hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. And such says a loud amen. And just says a loud amen. The first thing I want to say this morning is that God is a maker of men. God is a maker of men. God is a kind of God that specializes in raising people up without consulting or making a reference to their past. The Bible says that God Use the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. So you see God, all right, in 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 8, Anna was referring to God as the God who raises the poor out of the dust and sets him among the princes of the world. And you need to understand what happened here. What made Hannah to utter such a statement? Actually, Anna had been waiting on God and his wife, all right, Penina, had children, but Hannah was barren. Glory to God. And there are people here who look like you're barren. Nothing is happening in your life. And the Peninas of life are, are making jest of you. They are harassing you. They are bugaying you, praise God, with their miracles and with their blessings. But you know that when God comes through for a man who has been waiting for him or waiting on him, he comes big. Glory to God. So by the time Anna was going to conceive, what Anna conceived was Samuel. And today, we are still talking about Samuel. To let them go ahead and do all the things they want to do and buy their car and build their house. You're coming also, glory to God. Say, you're coming also, glory to God. If land finish, we buy house. Praise God. So you're not against anyone. You're not competing against anyone. What you're competing, like PM was sharing, is the rhema, the word that God has given to you. Glory to God. So grace made is not, is not a church that competes. We are working in line with the plan and the purpose that God has ordained for us. Glory to God. So there are people who look as if they have gone ahead of you. Glory to God. But God has the capacity to make something great, something massive out of your life. And guess what? Why Anna got a miracle was because against all odds, Anna kept going to Shiloh. She went to Shiloh. I was doing the research this morning. She went to Shiloh for 19 years. Are you here this morning? She was going for 19 years. Anna waited on God for 19 years before God showed up, going year in, year out. To meet God at Shiloh, glory to God. 
And there are people here who looks as if you've been waiting on God. You've been serving God. You've been coming to church. But I came to tell you that God, what God is bringing your way is a Samuel testimony. Oh, I thought you would say a loud amen to that. So God that we serve is a God that specializes in making men. God enjoys making nobodies and turning them into a hero. It excites him to bring someone from the backside and bring them to the front line. That's what God enjoys to do. You know why he does that? The Bible says that no man will glory in his presence. God does certain things in our life for certain people because he doesn't want anyone to share in his glory. That's why he does what he does. That's why he raises men from the... I mean, if you're here, you've ever felt that you're unqualified, you are the one that God is looking for. Because that's what God specializes in doing. Glory to God. In Psalm 3, verse 3, the Bible says, For thou, O Lord, are the shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. Trust me, you can work hard, but it's only God that lifts a man. The Bible says, promotion does not come from the north, from the south, from the east, from the west, but God is the judge of us. Psalm 25 verse 6. He's the one who lifts up one and sets up the other. Glory to God. So Paul began to talk about God or began to talk about his experience and he says, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And that's so powerful. So Paul was saying, I mean, Paul wrote to Todd of the New Testament. He was an amazing, amazing minister of, of, God's, of God's word. He, he did exploits. His shadow was healing. I mean, he did miracles, signs and wonders. But he says here, says, by the grace of God, I am what I am. So Paul was saying, in essence, I am grace made. By the grace of God, I am what I am. He says, and the grace that was bestowed on me was not in vain. So he says, though I labor more abundantly than they all, yet not high, but the grace of God. Glory to God. And that's so powerful. He says, though I labor more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God. So I'm laboring, yet not I, is still the grace of God at work in me, causing me to labor and have results. There's a place of hard work, but hard work is not enough. It is the help of God that makes all the difference. Glory to God. The Bible says, except the Lord builds the house, the labor in vain that builds the house, except the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen are wasting their time. Glory to God. There's not of him that wills, Romans 9, 16, of him that rose, but of God that shows mercy. So you can be the, the best guy in town. You have a degree. Have you not seen people who are broke with a first class? Bible says, I have seen an evil upon the earth. I have seen servants riding upon horses and kings walking like me. May that not be your testimony in the name of Jesus. How many of you here, you look at some certain people and talk to me. 
and you feel in your heart that you are better than them. Some of us do that at some points because we are humans. Oh, why did this person get married to a, this lady that was promiscuous in the university? How come she married a holy man? A man that loved her, that treated her like a queen. Or you ask yourself, you were sister's court in school. Yeah. You were sister's court. Then from there, you became the vice president. <laughs> then you became the, the head of singles. And then you're the marriage, you're wondering, God, what is my offense? See. See. God, God does not have favorites. The Bible says, God is rich unto all that call upon his name. We're having strangers there, you are talking to my wife, and I said, there are ladies, I, I know a lady, that she, she was, when she was, when we were in school, she was, not like a terrible, you know, lady that sleeps around, but she just, you know, guys and all that. But she, but she kept saying to herself that, I'm going to marry the best man in the world. I'm going, to marry the, I'm going to marry a great man. Today she married a great man. They are doing well. Great marriage. We're on the outside anyways. Amen. But you see, that's what she has. You will have what you say. So the question is, what is your word? Confession. Are you in church this morning? So the God we serve is a maker of men. So Paul said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed on me, was not in vain. So you might be wondering, why are we talking about grace? I thought we should talk talking about help. But you see, you cannot separate grace from help. In Hebrews 4, 16, the Bible says that you may find, it says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help. One of the things that grace does is that grace helps you. Grace helps you to achieve results. That men will marvel and wonder and be amazed and taken aback. And I must be like, is, is, God, is God a fair God? But that's how God works. That's how the help of God works. I'm still in the foundation this morning. Glory to God. There are no self, there are no self-made men. They are only helped men. Go and ask anyone who has achieved anything significant in their lives. They will tell you it's not by works. It's not by efforts. It's not by labor. It's not by degree or your pedigree or that you went to Harvard or you went to I mean <laughs> there are people that you look at them and you're wondering where has this person come from? For, for a long time, 
But I started hearing about him, I think about five years ago, four years ago, lockdown. The name, the man is helped. You are not the best. Don't, don't strive. Of course, strive to be the best, but it's not about being the best. It's about the blessing of God upon what you're doing. Glory to God. When God is helping you, your little effort yields maximum results. And that's why you must never take the credit for what God is doing in your life. You must never take credit <laughs> for what God is doing in your life. All you have to do is to return all the praise and all the glory to him for all that is done, for all that he's doing in your life. Glory be to God. You must understand that. Glory to God. The question is, how does God raise men? How does God lift people? How does God raise the poor out of the dust and set him among the princes of this world? He does it through the instrumentality of supernatural help. Now, help is great. But supernatural help is greater. Help is good enough. How many of you here, you've found yourself in a place where you were helpless and somebody showed up and helped you. Anybody like that? Which well, that is the help of man. But we are talking about a divine help. God's super, and I'm, I sense in my heart that as many of you here, you, if you came here this morning, you begin to see the help of God activated in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. How does God help? How does God bring about supernatural help in our lives? One of the ways God helps us is by sending men into our lives. By sending men into our lives. Luke 6, 13, the Bible says, Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over. Will angels give to your bosom? Will your person give to your bosom? Will men, will spirits give to your bosom? It says, will men give to your bosom? Men are agents of supernatural help. There is nothing you can achieve in this life without God sending you men. Men will recommend you. Men will speak for you. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. When you cannot speak for yourself, God will raise men to speak for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. The first way God brings us spiritual help is by sending men into our lives. God is a supernatural God. He says, he lives in heaven. Alright, Psalm 115. Verse 6 says, the heaven, even the heavens belongs to God. But the heart he has given to the sons of men. So God is not going to come down from heaven and increase you and lift you and raise you. He's going to send men your way. The, the, the lifting, the promotion, you're praying for, the breakthrough you're praying for, is going to happen through the hands of a man. Glory to God. There is no help that God can give you without him sending men into your lives. 
There is no help. There is no help that God can give to you without sending men into your lives. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no help. And you must understand in 1 Samuel 30, let's go to 1 Samuel 30. You saw the story, a lot of us may know the story of how Samuel, David was taken captive, they took his wife and all that, you know, they, they came and, you know, did wrecked havoc, praise God. It says from verse 1, 1 Samuel 30, David and his men reached Ziklag on the third day. Now the Amalekites had raided the Negev and Ziklag, and they had attacked Ziklag and burned it, and had taken captive the women and everyone else in it, both young and old. They killed none of them, but carried them off as they went on their way. They carried them off. You know, they used to say in Yoruba that, you know, if your son is dead, it's better than your son is missing. Does anybody understand that? Praise God. So when David and his men reached Ziklag, they found it destroyed by fire and wives and sons and daughters taken captive. So David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. The Bible says they, when you see a grown man crying, then you know there's a major problem at hand. When you see a man crying, a man, a grown man, at this time, a king, a warrior, was crying. Then you know that he's in a mess. Praise God. Says they took David's two wives. David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him. Those, the people he was leading, they wanted to stone him. Can you imagine that? He was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Fast forward to verse 7. Sorry, to verse 8. Then David inquired of the Lord. He said, should I pursue? And God said, you, could, you should pursue. He said, you will overtake and all that. In verse 11, they found, now watch this. Watch this. Before now, David inquired of the Lord. And God said to him, pursue says he would overtake and then he would recover. Oh, now God had given him a word that he should pursue, that when he pursues, he will recover all, right? So what happens? They found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David. They gave him water to drink and food to eat. But now this was someone whose family had been taken captive. Now, I would have thought that if your family was taken captive, the next thing on your mind should not be hospitality. Should not be kindness. Are you, are you in church this morning? Glory to God. And the funniest Egyptian, they gave him water to drink and food to eat. Part of a cake of pressed figs and two cakes of raisins. He ate and was revived. For he had not eaten any food or, not, or drunk any water for three days and three nights. David asked him, where do you belong to? Where do you come from? He said, I'm an Egyptian, the slave of an Amalekite. 
My master abandoned me when I became ill three days ago. Now, his own master abandoned him because they felt he was useless. He was wounded. But when David, who had understanding, when he met this man, the Bible says, even though God has sent a word, but little did David know that the word that God gave him was going to come to pass by him helping a man that was down. Ah, you hear what I'm saying this morning? So you need to understand that even though you have dreams, you have visions in your heart, you have expectations, the things you're trusting God for, can you help a man? Can you help people to achieve their own dream? Can you be kind to people? Can you love people with the love of God? Can you show them love, glory to God? And show them genuine affection and reach out to people in blessing and reach out to people in favoring them, not considering yourself alone, but putting them first and making sure they are satisfied. The Bible says the God who sees you in the secret will give you an open reward. So, David was not fixated on the thing that he was going through. There's a way you can put your mind and gaze and fixate your mind on the things that you're going through that you forget that you are actually an answer to someone's prayers. You're trusting God for 200 million, for instance. There's someone praying and trusting God for, for 10,000 naira. Can you reach out and bless them? What you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. Glory to God. So God sends men. And they are men and are agents of supernatural help. Glory to God. God sends us destiny helpers. God sends us destiny helpers. There are people that God will send your way that even you You'll be wondering, what did I do to deserve this? In fact, you may need to go and check. You may be wondering, are we, are we related? Has anybody felt like that before? Somebody helped you and you're wondering. I mean, we were sharing a testimony of how somebody, you know, who she never met before, said she was going to be responsible for a tuition. All through university. Someone she somebody here, she's, she's in church. She shared a testimony. She never met the person before. They never saw, the person lives abroad, just heard about her and said, I, may God raise those kind of men in the name of Jesus Christ. God is still in the business of raising destiny helpers for people. God is still in the business of raising helpers of destiny for people. Glory to God. The glory to God. I know a guy who got a job in a, in, a, in a big company and it was just someone that said, I just like your face. I just, for some reason, I just like you. For no reason, may people just like you. Glory to God. When favor is at work, anything can happen. They are burden bearers. There are people that you share your idea with them 
they carry it on their head and you're wondering, it's my idea. Glory to God. My wife shot her first movie. She just spoke to it. I mean, you, you almost be wondering, who is the owner of the movie? May God send you body bearers. In the name of Jesus. Say, may God send you body bearers. In the name of Jesus. David said, he was just imagining in his heart if he could get water to drink. But there were some guys. They pulled down their blood to get him water. May God raise men for you in place that matter in your life in the name of Jesus. We have midwives. Midwives whose responsibility is just to help you birth your dreams. There's a baby you're carrying in your womb. God sends midwives to us. And then most times, the moment their job is accomplished, you just realize that you can't find them anywhere. Or you just lose touch. Has anybody experienced that before? There are people that come into your space and they, they are just there to help you birth the next level of your life. And I'm praying in the name of Jesus, God will send you people to help you birth the next stage of your life in the name of Jesus. In 1 Peter 2, 7, the Bible says, Honor all men. Honor all men. The problem with a lot, a lot of people is that they honor those they believe are honorable. But they forget what the Bible says in 1 Peter 2, 7. It says, Honor all men. God wants you to honor all men. The Bible says, in the mornings, sow your seed. In the evening, withhold not your hand. Because you never know which one will come true. You just never know. You just never know if this is the person you help that will bring about the next level you're trusting on. You just never know. Glory to God. Honor all men. You know, there are women who honor their pastors and dishonor their husbands. Oh, daddy, ah, pastor, ah, what are you going to eat now? Ah, our daddy in the Lord. Ah, I say, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. They dishonor their, their head and honor their pastor. They lack understanding. Glory to God. Honor all men. How does God help us? Number two, he helps us by angelic assistance. A angelic assistance. A great and effectual door has been opened to us and there are many adversaries. Make no mistakes, they are adversaries. They are adversaries. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness, against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. There are forces that don't want you to come to the fullness of what God has in store for you. Make no mistakes. Now, you are not supposed to put attention on them, but trust me, spiritual forces exist. Glory to God. 
In Daniel chapter 10, verse 13. It says, from the first time you set your heart to seek and to pray, say your prayers were heard. It says, but the prince of Persia withstood me. It's 20 and 1 days. There are miracles hanging in the air over the lives of people. But you see, this morning, you are going to activate the mystery of angels. And every demonic spiritual force trying to stop your breakthrough and open door in the name of Jesus, your, your angels are activated and they will give you the victory that you desire, that you deserve in the name of Jesus. Number three, divine circumstances are ways that God help us. Look at Joseph. Those that sold Joseph to slavery did not know that they were helping him. They were helping him to fast track what God has spoken to him. There are people in your life that they may want to harm you they may act like they are trying to, you know, to bring you down. But they did not know. They did not realize they're actually helping you. They are taking you closer to the fulfillment of God's plan for your life. He says, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. The, st the story, the testimony, without your enemies being in the picture. So, if you're here, you still pray the prayers of my enemy fall down and die. You're praying amiss. Oh, fire, my enemies, consume them, fall down and die. You're praying amiss. The Bible says it prepares a table before you. In the presence of, in the midst of that, he anoints your head. And your cup runs over. And guess what? There is nothing they can do about it. They are only spectators and they are going to watch. He anoints my head in the midst of the elevation, in the midst of the promotion, in the midst of the increase. Your enemy has no say because your enemy is a non-entity. So do not give them any attention. Live your life like no enemies exist around you because God has giving you the victory in Christ. The Bible says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. We are triumphant people. Glory to God. Circumstances. God would orchestrate circumstances around you to help you, to favor you, to lift you. And you see, you must embrace, you must learn to embrace those circumstances. Glory be to God. The next one because of time is that God when he wants to help you sends you a word from his servant. Hosea chapter 12 verse 13 says by a prophet he brought them out. When God wanted to deliver children of Israel out of Egypt you know, God could have just told Aaron directly. Do you know that? Do you know that? God could have just told Pharaoh directly. 
He could have just turned and said, Pharaoh, let my people go. And what will Pharaoh do? He will let them leave. But God specifically sent a man. In Luke chapter 5, we read the story of how Peter had toyed all night. They got nothing. And Jesus shows up in the scene and says, cast your nets into the deep. Now, how do you explain that? The same place where they toyed, the same, the, that very spot, Jesus said, cast your nets into that place. The same the same space. The same space. Nothing changed. Just an instruction. Just an instruction. And the Bible says they enclosed a great multitude. I mean, after they got that miracle, Peter, he fell down. And said, ah. They left everything they were doing and followed him. Are you in church this morning? So you need to understand that divine instructions, you are just one instruction away from your next level. Just one instruction. Just one instruction. And sometimes God sends us instruction. Of course, he sends to us from his word. And that's why you must never allow a pastor to control your life with prophecies. But you see, God does speak through men. Through his servants. Glory to God. I came to tell you today that this month is your month of supernatural help in the name of Jesus. There will be miracles in your life in this month in quick successions. Somebody was sharing a testimony with me last, I mean it was on Friday. It was a massive testimony. And it was just by the declaration of God's word. And person told me, I said, I can't even remember I said that. But I've said that under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And I'm saying to you today that in this week that we have entered into, in this month of June, in the name of Jesus Christ, the things you could not achieve from January to May, in the name of Jesus, by the supernatural help of God, you will achieve those things in the name of Jesus. I said the things you have not been able to achieve it at all up until now in the name of Jesus the hand of God will rest upon you and those things in the name of Jesus before you know it with speed they'll begin to happen for you in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Divine circumstances. The last one is that when God wants to help, help us he sends us the Holy Ghost. And you know what? We have the Holy Ghost on our inside already. So the Holy Ghost is there to help you to live the life that God wants you to live. To help you in this season of your life. Trust me, you cannot navigate this life without some kind of help. Whether it is spiritual help or natural help or demonic help or the help of God. Everybody you see doing great things are helped by someone or something. Do you know that there are people that who use, you know, water 
you know, when they get to their office in the morning, they, you know, they spray different things. Do you know that? Don't be naive. There are people that, there are some of your friends at work that have jars. Some people, in fact, somebody was telling me that there are pastors that use jars so they can push them to a big branch. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. In fact, somebody was telling me that, I mean, real life was telling me that in pastor's meeting, that people will be afraid that they should not, they should not sit on jazz. Ah, you don't know. See, then they will say, use what you have. Say, you've got the Holy Ghost. You will not talk on land now. You have something. You are not ordinary. You have the helper resident on your inside. Activate that helper on your inside. Don't just think that people are as they are, as they look. Oh, they are fine. There are people who go to abolists. Do you think that? Uh, 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 okay, even, even you. Some of you that they help you to go and check the name. If it's in, talk to me, guys. When you to get my, they took your name to go and check. Ah. Okay, 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 okay. Let's talk. Did they go and check for you or not? They checked. My mom went to check. Make no mistake. There are people that as they are talking to you, they, are, they have something around their waist. Don't make that mistake that people are just as they are. They are fine. Oh, they are, as they are doing like this, like they are saying, give it to me. Give it. As they are doing like this, they are saying, somebody come on there and say, I need 10,000. I said, dark bada. Come and say, ah, can you? The person called me and said that I need one million right now. I need one million. Right now. Can you say, ah, ah? I say, what they give you? Tell them that you don't meet me at home. Ah, ah. I say, even me, I say, even if you have, give me, even me, I, I need. You think people have not come? They've not put something in their, on their tongue to come and talk to you. you. You think so? You must be kidding. See, your colleagues at home, some of them use jazz. They use jazz. Praise God. Some of you don't believe. Somebody said they sold the clothes. So I say, ah, um, you know, should I shake it for Like, you know, I should, ah, 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 how? Did I do the job? People are trying different things on you. Whatever they try on you, whatever they try on you, the Holy Ghost power is bigger than them. Don't make that me- See, maturale. Maturale. There's something on your inside. There's something on your inside. You carry something. Use what you carry. You have the Holy Ghost. Says, I will not leave you as orphans. I will send you the helper. Alos Paracletos to be with you. Glory to God. You have the Holy Ghost on your inside. You are not as ordinary as you think.
think. You are not as powerless as you think. Job said, is my help not in me? The Bible says, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what you can ever ask or imagine according to the power that is at work in you. There's a power resident on your inside. Carry that power. Use that power. You are not ordinary. You are not powerless. You are the child of God. The Bible says you have the Holy Ghost resident on your inside. You have the power of God on your inside. The Bible says greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The Bible says you have overcome them. Little children, for greater is he that is in you. Glory to God. Says whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory. You are an overcomer. You carry glory. You carry grace. Walk in the reality of the power that you carry. You are not ordinary. If they come to you one time, they will flee seven ways. There are people who are trying, there are people who use jazz to snatch people's husband. Do you, do you think it doesn't exist? If, I am, if you try to snatch me, you, you will die. Yes! There are people, yes! I met someone who said that. I just, I just, there are people that, what they want, what they want is pastor. Ah, ah. You think that I'll ever be like that? You think that I'll ever be like that? Don't come and say, oh, you think that I love you like that? See, it's your own, it's you yourself that you know. You too, when you are going to work, wake up and say, Rakota Yakilaba, Kesuto Pekila, Kilakosoto, Shebete, Akosa, Elekosha, and do that. I stand well, well. I stand well, well. I stand. The Bible says, uh, stand in the Lord. Uh, stand in the liberty with which Christ has made you free. The Bible says, either stand, let him stand. If you are standing, stand in the Lord. Forget fine boy. Forget, I, I know I'm fine. See, oh, one lay. I'm telling you. Forget, uh, you, you, you know, you, oh, one leg. If, if you try it. I'll say somebody, I said, so somebody came and put something inside something. I came to give it to me, you know. Maybe like two years ago. So I, I just laughed. I said, so you see, guys, you do these things. It's not going to work. Do you get what I'm saying? Like I carry something. I'm not forget. Oh, you know, say hello. Then we post on Instagram. See, we, have, we carry grace. There's a power at work on your inside. Glory to God. Stand to your feet and say, I carry power. Shall I carry power? Say, I'm not ordinary. Say, the Holy Ghost on the inside of me is not powerless. It's a powerful Holy Ghost. Declare, pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Pray in the Holy Ghost right now. I carry the Holy Ghost. Shadow 
you are not as powerless as you think. The Bible says when the enemy shall come like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall raise a standard against him. Glory to God. I carry the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm not ordinary. I carry grace. I carry glory. I carry the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I'm not empty. Oh, Shabalabahaya. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Shewu Oshibeson podcast, like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Shewu on Instagram at Shewu Oshibeson or at Gracemade NG.